Welcome to the Greatest Choice Podcast. Challenging you to make greater choices. Alright folks, welcome to another episode of the Greatest Choice Podcast. It's a pleasure to have you guys here with us. I'm here with my brothers Rodrigo, hey. Nilto, and on? Gabe. Hey yo. And we're as always we're trying to bring something a powerful message for you guys or something that will help you throughout your journey to try to make yourself become better and and, and tr- striving to be an influence to other people as well. And today we're bringing a, a very controversial topic especially amongst the the men, right? Competition. I think it's you know it's embedded in our DNA. It's it's society knows that we're we're very competitive, and we to a lot of you know up to up until recently, I thought it was like competition had no downside. It was just like upside the whole time, right? And and today we're gonna talk about how competition to to which extent competition is healthy, uh, to what extent it becomes toxic to a relationship, and when should you know, when should we apply it? When should we be competitive, really? Right? And I'm excited to hear some of the opinions here tonight. You know, um, we got we got some very distinct opinions. And um, I want to, as always, right, let Nilto start us off. Me. Because, dude, <laughs> I just like putting you on the, the spot, wisest, man. You're man. just staring right in front of me. So it's just the way to go. You're the wisest. <laughs> we got to bring it that way. Okay. Yeah. So competition. Well, I think we might be a little biased just based on the dynamic here is that the three of us here attend the same church and we heard the same message a few days ago that kind of probably changed a little bit of our view on this, whereas Rodrigo is um, coming from a different perspective. Um, it's okay. I'm oh, ready. yeah. This, that's what makes it great. So I think based on my perspective on competition up until that um, what we heard, I thought that we had to compete with ourselves, but that's kind of like a lie that we tell mm-hmm. because I feel like a lot of us are motivated somewhat by envy of another person. So you see something that person has and you want that. So you have kind of like this silenced competition with that person. That person doesn't know that you're competing with them, but you are. So I think we project on other people, what we should be looking inward. So competition with ourselves. That was new to with FIFA for a it, long it, time. It was. <laughs> yes. And Victor's trying to get better than me, but it no, didn't no, happen. The, but, I don't know. Yeah. The other but, way around. Sure. Okay. <laughs> but um, based on what we heard, and I've been pondering on it up until today, one story that really um, came to my mind that resonates with me is, and I think she talked about it, um, it's about the... The workers that the boss, that the master left with talents. So one of them had five, one of them had two, and one of them had one. So the guy that had five, he planted it. And when his master came back, he handed him back ten. The other guy had two, or was it three? I don't remember. Two. But yeah, two. He planted it. By the time the master came back, he had four, and he gave it back. And 
What's funny is that the reaction that the master had for both of them was exactly the same. Even one of them, even though one of them had ten talents to return to him, and the other had four. And then there was this other guy who only had one. He didn't do anything to it. He hid it away, and he gave it back to him because he was afraid of losing it. So the conclusion that I got from that is that God wants you to do your best according to your capability, which may not be as much as somebody else. So if you're looking to what God has given you and you make the most out of that, even if you fall short compared to someone else, there's no competition to be had there because if someone is achieving something greater, maybe God has that for them and God has something different for you. So I think it's a matter of competing with ourselves to making sure that we're getting better every day. So today I'm better than yesterday, regardless of how well Gabe's doing, how Victor's doing which um, I won't give up too much away, but I'll leave it at that for now. <laughs> yeah. And, well, you said we were biased, but do you agree 100% with what Newton said, Gabe, or do you? Yeah, I mean, I think, that, and this is, um, hold on, I just lost my train of thought. But anyways, we definitely have to put that in our mindset that competition is definitely with ourselves. 1% better each and every day. Right, so we made a a pact here that we have things that we want to work on every single day, and I think it's fair to bring it up, which is drink a gallon of water a day, working out, progress picture, eat clean, and reading and praying, basically devotional time with God, right? And those are things where we are trying to grow and consistently become better each and every day, push for that 1% every day, right? Because eventually, like, we think, oh, it's such a small task, but we're going to see the return on investment and just like <clears throat> that's going to make such a big difference in our lives. In competition, I think we see that in so many areas of our life where it's at our job or it's even we go for a workout with a friend. We're like, dude, I'm trying to do, you know, more weight than he is. So let me just push myself a little bit here. <laughs> and it's so funny because like it, it, it just happens. I feel like it's just it almost feels like it's instinct. Like you have to be better than the next person. Like we have that implanted in our minds for some reason yeah. that we have to be better than the next, whether it's our friend, whether it's a family member. Sometimes we we see somebody succeeding and we're like, yo, congratulations. But in the back of our mind, it's just like, damn. Yeah, I wish I had that. I wish I had that yeah. house. I wish I had that car. I wish I had that job. You know, so it's it's a matter of us like reflecting on ourselves and being like, what can I do to better myself? Not according to someone else's definition, right? Not according to whatever else that they're doing, you know, but what can I do right now? Like, what steps can I take today? Um, because we talk about competition as being like a, a healthy thing where it pushes us to be better, whether, like I said, at work, for example, when we're trying to sell more, cool. But it gets to a point where that becomes so toxic and envious of just like, dang, like I need to, you know, just be better than that person just for the sake of being better. Because at the end of the day, it's human nature, right, man? You, you, if, if, you're fel if, you're, if your coworker is killing and you're not, you're automatically going to feel inferior. Yep. You're automatically going to feel like he is better than you. Yep. And what does that instigates envy, that instigates that feeling of instead of feeling happy for your fellow men for your fellow coworker, for your fellow brother, for your friend. And sometimes even with your close friends, mm -hmm. you'll be like, 
oh, I, I'm smiling right now, but I'm kind of hating this guy. You it's know? like an inferiority complex. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and this is why, personally, I agree with you guys. I think that competition, and for years I went about it the wrong way. For years I went about it the wrong way. But in a lot of the situations that I've been in my life, I wasn't like in the upside of things. So I was like, ah, you know, competition is healthy. I'm like, I'm the, I'm the number one, so whatever, right? But then I was like, yeah, but what if this dude caught up to me? I think I would have felt differently. And now I'm like thinking about it. I was like, mm, yeah, I, I I don't want him to pass me. Like, <laughs> So, and it's tough. Like Rodrigo and I work in a sales environment. And if we don't change that mentality, it's going to hurt us because we work side to side. And we're like, oh, competition is cool. Yeah, but then I go five days making sales and he doesn't make any or the other way around. How I will feel after those five days, that's going to define what kind of Christian I am. Yep. Right? I think that's that's the biggest thing. But, yo, I can't wait to hear your opinion on this, man. So it's hard to disagree with what the points that you guys brought up. I don't think I actually disagree with any of the points, but it's just um, I think I have a different perspective on it. Right? So now I'm going to get a little bit personal, a little bit vulnerable. Everything that I've been doing in my life for the past three to four years, I kind of see saw Victor as a reference because you guys might have heard this on a different podcast episode, but we went through some very, very similar situations that it's just, you know, it's uncommon for you to find people going through similar situations thinking the same way that you do. So when we started becoming friends, Victor was kind of that guy in my life showing me that, wow, this is possible. Like we were filming a podcast in this guy's basement and he, can I talk about the car you drive? He drives a nice car. I'll say that. Yeah, you can talk about the car, man. <laughs> the guy drives an M3, M340, but an M3. Um, and it's nice. And it's and it's hard for me going through the same hardships that Victor has gone through in his life not to have that as a reference. And then I was like, so what does this guy do? Like, What does this guy do? And then the guy was an RM at a really big bank. I can talk about that now, Dude, right? You can. Okay, so <laughs> he was a relation manager for a really big bank here in the US and I was like, damn, how do I do that? Like how do I get there? And then somehow we became friends and then he invited me to apply. So I was like, okay, he invited me to apply, we think the same way, now I can prove myself, right? But in the back of my head I'm like, now I can prove myself to Victor. And then I started at this job and then the pandemic started. And then they took away commissions and bonuses. So <laughs> and I started a position below relationship manager. I was a relationship banker. I was like, okay, now I got to grind and get to relationship manager to then start proving myself. Like, yeah, I can be better. I can do this. I can, I can get to that point, which he was. He was pinnacle in the company at one point. Pinnacle was like top 0.001% of the company. Like, the guy did it all, right? Everybody looked at Victor even till this day, as he's leaving, everybody looks at him as the reference to, like, the epitome of what they want you to do, right? And it's been that way for years. So I was like, okay, I grinded for two years. Finally, got the position that I wanted, which was the same that he did, that he was doing before. And then they still hadn't brought commissions back. And then when they did, they reduced it more than half. So I was like, oh. <laughs> so it's just like little pebbles in the way and i just had i just kept getting discouraged and discouraged and discouraged because the things that he had accomplished in his life somehow 
felt farther and farther away. But as, as time went on and I, I started feeling worse and worse about myself, I was just like, you know what? I came to peace with it. I'm like, this is just not for me. You know, doing what he did at that place, I'm not meant to do those things. And then I left the bank job and I started working in sales and I made a decent enough amount of money. Like I made more money working three months at this job than I did working six months at the other job. So it obviously had worked out for me, but I just kind of wish that instead of having him as a competition in the back of my head, I actually sat down and tried to learn more from the guy. Because there's certain things that when you're trying to compete with someone, you want to prove that you can do something better, but you're being ignorant to your mistakes. Because sometimes Victor's going to make a mistake that I'm not going to make a mistake in. So I don't know where my flaws are. I'm going to try to fix the flaws that he has, not the flaws that Rodrigo has. And I didn't actually... Thank you. <laughs> so I didn't actually think this way until today. <laughs> like I changed my view and my in my my opinion about this today because we, we had the conversation on Friday. Or was it Friday? We had the conversation someday before today. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna come ready. Like the three of the the three of them have the same viewpoint. They're on the same page about this. But you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do my research and prove that this is a good thing. Like competition is a good thing. Exactly. So you know, the Bible is very clear. It's undeniable. And I actually came up with a verse that I want to share with you guys for this podcast. Um, this verse is the one that actually ended up changing my mind. And forgive me that I have to pull this up. I just I I'm not. Get close to the mic. I'm not wise enough to uh, pull these things from memory, but Isaiah 14, 12 to 14 says, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which this weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. So it's kind of telling us that this desire, this innate desire that we have to be better than someone else is the same desire that Lucifer had to be better than God. And I don't think that's, I just, I really don't, I don't think that can be healthy. Today's Christian Hits. Now, Today's uh, Christian Hits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thank that you, guys. You're kind of showering me with love. <laughs> Very different from other podcasts, but... Well, you're, you're, you're on your A-game today, man. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Dude, but here's the thing. Let me, let me bring an interesting point to you, because you said something. The same way it's hard to you to sometimes, you know, instead of seeking help, try to prove it on your own, it's hard for somebody who's in a better position to give you advice... Because that person might be intimidated of you surpassing them. Yeah. Have you thought about the wrong way? Yep. Well, I like, haven't been in that position, but... <laughs> like, sometimes, like... like well, you, you don't know. You don't know yeah. if, like, you, you have don't no know. idea. Like, because yeah. here's the thing. Like, I've been very fortunate. God has blessed me with a very good talent. And during my time at the bank, I've been very, you know, fortunate in every position I've had. Where I was always looked at as a reference. And I was looked at as a resource where people would come to for advice. And there were times that people were like getting close to me. And I was like, mm, damn, I'm giving too much advice, I guess. <laughs> you know, but I had that feeling because, and then 
when you you gotta understand, right? The more you give, the more you get. The more you give, the more you get. It's it's just how the way it is. But until you grasp that competition, that competition is not really the right word we should use. You know what we should use instead? Oh, men are disciplined. Men are disciplined. I am very disciplined. Instead of saying I'm competitive, I'm going to say I'm disciplined because everything that I've accomplished so far in my life, it was not a consequence of me being competitive with other people. It was a consequence of my good choices and habits. Today's Christian hits. That's, right? That's so if I... use the other one, man. If, I, <laughs> if, I, if I'm not disciplined, right? if I don't set goals and work towards those goals, it does not matter what other people are doing, man. I just have to focus on that. But at the other, if you look at the other side of things, some people will use this as a as an excuse to not take action. And this is if you're listening to this, I don't want you to see it because some people like to interpret the message in a way that it's convenient for them. Okay? I'm not saying to you that you should not compete. If you're in a place where competition is how you get paid if you work in a sales environment and you want to be the top salesperson by all means strive to be the best but don't strive to be the best by degrading other people or by doing the things to harm other people strive to be the best by working on yourself making yourself better and that takes work because your worst enemy is usually yourself we tend to blame other people. We tend to find obstacles, but it's the problem is it's ourselves. It's us. I've complained about my job for five years. I'm not gonna no, not five years. For three years, I complained about my job. I used to love my job, right? And then things changed. The company changed. And for two years out of those three that I was complaining, I was just whining like a little female dog. Okay, <laughs> and I did not, <laughs> I did not do uh, anything. <laughs> <laughs> hey, not cuss. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I didn't take any action to change the outcome of my situation. It's like insanity, right? Like we, you insist in doing the same wrong thing, and not, and and that was for everything in my life. Because usually you see that a person is defeated when everything that they try to accomplish, they fail. They start a project, they stop. They start going to work out, they stop. They start to work in their marriage, they stop. Their kids are not doing well. Their kids are always back in drugs. They can't keep their family in church. It's all a consequence of bad choices and bad habits that you currently have. So if you're listening to this, remember, you're competing. You are competing all the time, but with yourself. And leverage the people that you look up to to help you get there. Because those people, if they are really successful, the thing that's going to give them the most pleasure is seeing other people that they mentor grow. Because for me, the best dopamine feel that I have in my life is when I see people like you, people like you, people like you that I talk to sometimes. And you guys say, oh, man, you know, it, it, it brings me joy. When Newton told me, like, hey, man, I had a headache. And then I started drinking more water and I didn't have a headache anymore. Legit. When Gabe said, hey, man, sometimes, you know, I, I had, I was going through this thing and I just thought Victor in the back of my head saying, yo, don't focus on the problem. Focus on the, the solution, right? And then Rodrigo always talks about the things that I say. So that brings me joy. And it will bring joy to you guys when you guys do the same for other people.
Got to give you a round of applause for that, bro. That was... The one thing I would say also about competition when we were talking about, like, the way you were mentioning that you were kind of focusing on what he had accomplished and you were less on yourself, is that when we compete and we focus on others, I think we lose sight of our purpose, which is also detrimental for you to be able to stay on task and to be able to achieve things. You're starting to fight? That's the wrong button. (laughs) (laughs) But I'll use, so I'll use us, for example. We've all... Supposed to say amen. Amen. All right. we'll, we'll, (laughs) We'll talk about, like, financially speaking. We've all taken different paths. So you guys are on the same field selling insurance. Gabe's a realtor. I, I have a construction business, and I'm doing a, a marketing business as well. So I've set on my path, and I have a plan. I have goals that I'd like to get to within the field that I chose. Gabe has the same thing, and then you have the same thing. We're all sharing each other's failures and successes here. If there is a day that comes around and that, that you guys make a killing, right? That should not make me question my path because if I'm always focusing on like how much this person's making, how much this person is lifting, like you lose sight of yourself. And the other, I think the the negative connotation to competition is that for a competition to be had, the definition of it, there has to be a winner and a loser. And when you're competing, for example, if you guys are in sales together, he sells 10 and you sell five, you're the loser in a competition, but there's no such thing when you're competing with yourself. You just started this business and you have, how many sales have you made? <laughs> Be honest, bro. Two. All right. Yeah, one, two, one and a yeah. half. Okay. One and a half. <laughs> you made one and a half sales. You are your own boss. You're doing your own hours. So if next week you sell three, that's a win. Yeah. But if there's someone else in your business that sold 10 in a competition you're the loser but you're not yeah you went from one to three and then maybe five and then maybe ten so you competing against yourself you were better than last week so that's just like a perspective change that it's like all right gabe you have the you had the the rewards over there that the top producer got a prize right yes are you anywhere near her no or him no him right but you can be better than gabe was last year 100 percent and that's how we got to look at it because yeah. you won't be a loser just because you didn't, you weren't the top producer yeah. because you're better than before. And that's the beauty of the competition within yourself is that like I ate like crap yesterday, but I want to eat well today. And then tomorrow I'm going to go to the gym. And then you build up a, a habit of competing with yourself and you can only, there's no way to go but up. Yeah. I think in, in those situations too, like just, trying to better myself or seeing like what can I do today that's different you know or maybe in, in past transactions like what has worked and what didn't you know what I'm saying and, and truly learning from that so that I can use that with other clients and, and helping them purchase a home you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. and being grateful yeah being grateful being grateful for you currently have I think it's easy to feel defeated man it's easier to feel defeated than feel like a winner oh my Yo, but that's so facts, though, because that's – here's the thing. It's so easy for you to stay on the ground. Yep. It's so easy for, you know, when things are, are really, really getting tough for you to be, just be like, you know what? I'm just going to give up. That's easy. That's an easy route. That's easy for you to just be like, ah, you know what? I'm just going to throw everything up in the air. I'm not going to care about it anymore. But, but dude, 
trying to better yourself every day, that's tough and it takes discipline, as Victor said. But here's the thing. If you keep track of that, dude, the difference that you will see just day by day, after just a week, you're like, wow. It, and the I, rewards that you get from it. I think that's like that, that's how I keep motivating myself, right? So today I posted a, a photo. I don't know. Somebody posted and I reposted that. A photo of myself. I don't know if you guys got to see it, right? I had men boobs. I, I couldn't respect myself. I would look in the, <laughs> in the mirror and I was like, I can't respect myself right now, you know? But here's the thing, man. It took work. I can say that because I'm talking about myself. If you have men boobs and you're comfortable with it, that's on you, okay? I didn't like it. And I knew I didn't like it. And you know, you start, <laughs> you know when you feel bad about your body? When you had to ask your wife, it's like, hey, babe, do I feel fat? Do you, do you still love me? Like, do you like this? Because I knew deep down that I didn't feel good about it. But here's the thing. I knew that the path to change was going to be hard. And I kept procrastinating on taking action. I knew what I had to do. And a lot of us know exactly what we need to do in order to change. We know exactly what it takes. But we know it's going to be hard. So like I said, it's easy to stay defeated. Staying down, it's easy, man. If, if you feel like people need to pity you, you're already losing. Today's Christian Hits. You're already losing. So make a choice to change your life, okay? And I'm telling you, that choice, it's greater than just deciding I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow. It's greater than just deciding I'm going to quit my job because I'm going to tell you guys, I just made one of the biggest choices of my life last week, which is quitting a job where I'm really, really good at and probably would succeed throughout the rest of my life to put myself through something that's brand new out of, on a leap of faith because God told me to take that path because I decided to believe in God rather than believing in myself. And that's what I want for people listening to this because there are certain choices that you will not be able to make it on your own. You're not. Yes, sir. Yeah. Today's Christian Hits. And I honestly believe that even you changing your mind about what competition really is um, and Newton talking about purpose, right? If you, if you really think about what you said, if you know your purpose, you're not going to deviate from the path. Remember this story, this, story, this story you told me about Peter? Yep. You know, what was that story about? So basically, they see Jesus walking on water. Peter's like, oh, you know, I, I want to walk on water too. Let me, let me walk to you, Jesus. All right, come. Starts walking, starts walking. All of a sudden, instead of, you know, focusing on Jesus, he focuses on the waves, on the storm, and he, that's when he starts to drown, when he takes his, his focus off Jesus, and he's like, ah, Jesus, help me, and Jesus pulls him up, and it's funny because the thing he says is, why did you doubt me? You know, and I I think that's... That, and I think that goes perfectly with what Newton said. 100%. Because Listen, man, today before we started recording, we were just talking about it, and we just shared some of the opportunities that we've had. Think about, think, think about Peter. Like, you, you're in, their sh in his shoes right now. And if you start looking away, it's like, okay, um, you know, I just, I'm just going to quit and try something else. <laughs> if you just do that every time you have a problem, man, forget it. Bro, I'm not going to lie, like, like we talked about even before having this conversation. Um, 
like recently i was just like there were thoughts coming through the back of my mind just like yo holy crap like i have to you know i gotta get these transactions working like what's going on and the back of my mind it's like oh what if you i don't know taking like another another kind of job like here and there those ideas will come in see victor's hiring and it's (laughs) 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 exit strategy you know what i'm saying (laughs) but um yeah no it's like dude this is the plan this is this is what i have you know i i have things going for me right now i'm not i'm not gonna quit now i just started you know what i'm saying i just started and i i feel like this is just the beginning this is a, a whole new learning curve for me right and i feel like everything that i'm obtaining now is gonna set me in just a a better pathway for the future something that needs to be said that it's very current especially for like i wouldn't even say younger people i think for everybody especially men is that in regards to competition it's very easy for us to question ourselves especially now in the area where like social media everybody's posting their wins and the cars that they drive and they're bragging about stuff. So it's very easy for you to lose sight of being grateful for what you have because this other guy has a bigger house than you, a nicer car than you, whatever they're traveling all over the world and all these things that you wish to do. And then you lose sight of what you have. And one of the things that God will always say is that the only way for you to achieve more is if you're grateful for what you have now. So if you're constantly looking at what other people have, you're always going to be subconsciously having this competition with that person who doesn't even know you and he's doing his thing and you're being affected by his accomplishments. And then you're losing sight of the things that you need to accomplish. So it's very easy, especially nowadays. One of the advices I will say that has um, helped me to kind of be on track, I kind of revised the people that I follow on Instagram and I kind of did a cleanse and I got rid of a lot of things that just didn't add to my life. Those financial gurus. Yeah. Like, Follow no. me to become a millionaire. Dude, yeah. was, <laughs> I, I was following way too many of them. I kept it down to like a chosen few that I get points from what they're saying, but I don't take their idea of success as a whole because it doesn't suit me. I have my purpose. I have my definition of success. And yes, you could absolutely take little nuggets from here and there because they're saying valuable things. Like they have reached levels of success that we strive to achieve but in certain areas. So you got to take the positives and you have to be able to kind of look away from these things and not let it deviate you from your path. Because like I said, with social media, it's so easy nowadays that if, if you don't watch out, you, it's very easy for you to in two minutes scrolling through your Instagram and you feel like crap because like, Oh my God, I'm actually going to ask a question here for anyone to answer anyone that wants to jump in. So if you last week, we talked about, our spiritual purpose on earth, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I kind of know the answer for this because I went through myself. But if somebody's listening here right now and they're like, okay, guys, but, you know, I've been working this job for a long time. You know, I, I you know, you're telling me not to quit. Gabe just told me, I just started. I'm not, I'm not going to quit. So how do you align your professional purpose to your purpose on earth? Who wants to take that? Uh, that's a great question, man. And I... That comes in line to what I was about to say right after Neotil, so I'm glad we're on the same page. But when I, you know, I'm reading Matthew right now. Thank you, Neotil, by the way. And when, as I'm Today's going, Christian hits. <laughs> as I'm going through Matthew and, you know, you start learning about the things that happens in the Bible, like 
baptism. I think I got to a point where I kind of understood that once you get baptized, like you, you mentioned before we started recording, you get cleansed of everything that happened before, all the sins that you have done before. And after you get baptized, you have your purpose, which is what is it, Nyoto? Representing Jesus wherever you go, man. Exactly. And you got to bring souls to Christ. But you also begin a journey of finding your identity in Christ. Right. And I think once you begin on that journey and you stay disciplined, you know, like with the five things we started, you're going to end up finding your purpose professionally. You're going to end up finding your purpose uh, when it comes to what you're supposed to do with your relationship. You're going to find your purpose in ministry. How are you supposed to serve God? And all those things are going to end up coming to Seek you. Seek and you shall find. Seek and you shall find. Exactly. I think it's just today's uh, Christian hits. I think, I think honestly, it's just. I think it was just that for me. Yeah. You, you, without Christ, you have no direction. Yeah. I think that's the easiest way to put it, right? So then you're like, you never know if you're doing the right thing. So if you feel right now you're lost, don't listen to me. Don't listen to Newton. Don't listen to Rodrigo. Don't listen to Gabe. Start seeking the world of God. Start, and then you're going to feel bothered by the things that do not align with your purpose on earth. I guarantee you that. I made some choices in my life recently, and 95% that were close of the people that were close to me disappeared from my life. But he's, God doesn't leave you alone. He replaced those people with people that actually brought me closer to God, that brought unity to my life, that brought meaning, meaning and purpose to my life. And now I'm being a light in other people's lives as well. So understand your purpose on earth. Understand that in order for you to find it, you got to focus on one very simple thing, which is understanding the word of God, getting closer to Jesus, getting closer to God every single day. And I think, guys, this, this is how we close this episode for today. Um, I think there's no better way to put it, guys. Um, I hope you resonated with the message here today. And if you did, I hope you guys can follow us on our social media pages. Uh, share that this podcast with a friend. Share this podcast with somebody who you think needs this message and hit us up man i'd love to see your comments and see how you guys are um liking the message uh any feedback if there's any subjects that you guys would like us to talk about please shoot us some ideas uh we'll and we'll we'll definitely talk about it all right have a good night guys good day whatever whatever you've seen this (laughs) (laughs) take care